Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Meet the Candidates. I'm your host, Jonathan Grabowski. A spring election season here in the town of Marshfield. And just a reminder, April 30th is election day, so please get out and vote. And joining me today is a candidate running for re-election to the select board, Chris Rowland. Chris, thanks for joining us. Hey, Jonathan. How are you? I'm well, I'm well. So we're going to talk about a wide variety of items here, ranging sure. from the town to, you know, why you're running. But first off, who's Chris Rowland? Well, um... You know, I've run, for, run before, and so I've, I've done some interviews before, but a lot of people probably know who I am just from being around town, but I'll give you the quick, quick synopsis. I'm you know, currently the chair of the select board in Marshfield. Um, I've lived in Marshfield for over a little, roughly 20 years, but I've, and I've been married to my wife, Cody, for about 30 years. Um, I have two grown children, awesome children, who came up, uh, through the school system in Marshfield, and am now off on going on their way. And um, I was um, on the capital budget committee for eight years. I was chair of that committee for three years. And um, on a business front, I had published a local real estate magazine called South Shore Real Producers, and uh, which which caters to the top realtors in the marketplace. Uh, I you know I like to get out and enjoy myself. I like to ski, play some golf. Mm -hmm. Uh, fish and um, you know I like to spend a lot of time with my family and just enjoy Marshfield and what we have to offer around here. So. Now, you and your wife have been really involved in the community. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah so you know when we moved to Marshfield back then back in the day uh, we really wanted to get involved I and mean, we really got lucky I mean I, and I hate to call it that but we didn't know much about Marshfield before we moved here uh, but immediately we knew it was a special place mm -hmm. and we wanted to get really involved in the community so we started looking for ways to do that. My wife, you know, when my kids were younger, my wife got and myself, we got around the Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts, um, really just the church and started really just trying to find ways we could give back. As time went on, we found bigger ways to give back. Um, you know, again, Capital Budget Committee, uh, former select woman, uh, Trisha Riley, mm -hmm. asked me to be on that. And it was a really great way for me to get involved uh, in town and really get some intimate knowledge. Mm -hmm. But also my wife um, really fell in love with Grad Night Live when my kids were in school. And now she is the co-chair of Grad Night Live, which is coming back this year. It is. Which is exciting. I'm very excited to say that. And, you know, I'm on the Boys and Girls Club board, uh, Marshall Boys and Girls Club. And I also volunteer my time for the Molly Fitzgerald Fund, a lot of their events in the Molly Walk. And I just look for other ways to give back to the community through donations of my time and also finance funds to keep things moving. Awesome. So, yeah. So take us through the last three years on the select board. <laughs> uh, well, from what I can remember, the last two years, uh, it was kind of a blur, right? But, um, you know, when I, when I got elected in 2019, I was... I was excited to get to work and I immediately got to work uh, on some of the things that we have had going on, which are you know, the capital building projects and some of the things that had already been in, been in place from the previous select board. Got to go to work with uh, two great select board members, um, Michael Bradley and Joe Kelleher, and we started looking for ways to just execute and do what's good for the town, and then, and then 2020 hit. And I'll never forget us sitting in a room in March 2020 uh, not really knowing the impact of this COVID epidemic or pandemic, I should say, and trying to figure out what we were going to do. I mean, we had never been in that position before, but luckily through, um, through 
strong work together and consensus and working with Mark, Michael Moresco, we were able to quickly start positioning the town to um, battle that, battle the, the, the COVID epidemic. And you know, we were able to immediately get funding and work, work to get funding, but also uh, set up the shot clinic at the fairgrounds mm -hmm. over, to date we've done over 90,000 shots over there, which is pretty amazing. Um, at no cost to the people, uh, to the people coming there. And it was all Plymouth County, but definitely a lot of Marshfield people. Mm -hmm. And we continue to offer those things. Um, so even though it's starting to wind down and we're keeping an eye on it, it's definitely still something to keep an mm -hmm. eye on. Uh, we're looking forward to moving forward and, uh, and, and doing more things. But what's really exciting is even through all of that, we were able to keep things going and moving forward, the mm -hmm. capital building projects, uh, the police station's almost completed. Yep. I hope when people drive by, they can see the pergolas lit up and there's things happening over there. The senior center expansion's built. The, uh, the, we broke ground the other day on the uh, DPW um, headquarters and, and expansion. And you know, every time I drive through town center, I'm just, I just yeah. smile when I look at the uh, veterans home because I know that that houses some veterans who are in need. So yeah. it's really exciting. So if you could jump in the time machine to the start of your time on the select board, what would you tell yourself? Yeah, <clears throat> well, number one, I would probably say that there's a lot more to learn and a lot more that you don't know before you before you get in the seat. And once you're in the seat, you're it's like drinking from a fire hose a little bit. So I think I think it's really important, what I would have told myself is just be prepared to, to, to really learn, listen, um, ask questions, and um, you know, lean on other people who have been in the seat before. So like the former selectmen I mentioned earlier were very, very instrumental in getting me up to speed, mm -hmm. our town administrator, meeting with the different department heads. So I think what I would say in a, in a longer answer probably than you wanted is you just, you know, just learn, spend the beginning of your time kind of learning and asking questions and positioning yourself so when you're you're better suited to be you know leading and actually making things happen that you're you're going to do that in a really really pragmatic and and you know straightforward way so so why have you decided to seek re-election you know i think we kind of just jokingly aside i mean <laughs> i think the last two years you know when i first ran i had some ideas and i wanted to really do good for marshville and i think the last two years just kind of took over for that. I yeah. mean, it, it, you know, we were no longer in control. We were doing more firefighting than, than building, uh, building and moving things forward. So, uh, you know, I really realized we've, we've done a lot of good things. I mean, you can look at these buildings and, you know, look at the town and the position the town is in and uh, we're coming out of this COVID thing. And I think I just have more to do, Jonathan. And I want, you know, I have more to give. I have more energy to give. I want to continue to give my talents and time. And um, I just felt like it was something I wanted to do. So, you know, I jumped on board and, and you know, started running for re-election. Excellent. So. so in your view, what's the role of the select board? You know, the select board um, is, is really, for lack of a better word, we're kind of the co-CEOs of the town. There's three of us. We're the executive branch of, um, of the town. Uh, we are the licensing board of the town, so we handle all the licensing and everything from dog licenses to uh, to common victual licenses and event licenses and liquor licenses. But I also we provide guidance and support to our town administrator. 
working with our with our town administrator and our fiscal team, making sure that we have a balanced budget, that we have uh, you know a good good concise budget, um, and that we're managing that budget and keeping the town in a very good fiscal position, and also working with the other department heads and you know people in the town that work for town making sure that they're they're being heard and they have the resources and the things that they need so mm -hmm. for lack of a better, better word i mean we're kind of the executive leaders of the town mm -hmm. and we provide guidance and support to the regular employees of our town so talk about the work that goes on behind the scenes because you guys aren't just rolling up at 6 30 on monday night monday night and just all Not right what, all. what do we got you know it's it's funny there are a lot there's a lot of behind the scenes work so um, most people, if they follow the select board, and I encourage people to do that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we are, you know, we, we our meetings are open to the public and also on MCTV. So I encourage people if they're watching this and they haven't been watching or haven't been participating to get involved. And if anything, follow what we do and the other boards in town do. Um, it's important because you do have a voice and you just need to use it. And I think for us, it's. You know, gathering the information, you know, we look at the agenda, we look at what's coming before us, we gather the information and the backup, and we really spend some time going through it, positioning ourselves on where we think we're going to go with that issue yeah. and what kind of um, work we need to do to move things forward or ask the right questions and prepare to come. And, you know, you really don't know what your other select board members, are, where they're at, because you can't really, because of yeah. open meeting law, you can't really speak with them. Mm -hmm. So it's important to be ready. Um, we don't always agree, but at the end of the day, it's all about doing what's right for Marshfield and driving, bringing things forward. So that's, it's kind of being prepared and we owe it to the town, we owe it to our townspeople to be prepared before we walk in that, those chambers. So. so you all serve as liaisons to different boards and committees. What are some of the boards and committees you've worked with? Well, yeah, so we, you know, it's kind of been a tradition for us to kind of divvy up all the boards right. and, 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 um, and commissions and out there to just make sure that they're they have someone that's on the board that they can their go-to select board member right for me um you know obviously i've been the liaison for capital budget committee for most of the time i've been in because of my time on the budget committee um also recently this last year as chair of the board i uh, was liaison to zba so you know i would attend some zba meetings and review zba uh issues and just be there for the ZBA chair and the ZBA board members if they needed any any clarification or any support from the board of selectmen or select board. I think um, for me it's really important that we don't micromanage these boards. I mean we we you know we bring these people in, we appoint them, and we put them on the boards. And just a shameless plug, we have many openings on the boards right yes. now and commissions right now. I try to mention that anytime I have the opportunity mm -hmm. because. Another way to get involved is to volunteer for a board or commission or run for one of the elected boards. But um, I mean, we're, we're really looking for some people right now, especially on the volunteer side of the, right. of the thing. But I digress. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just being a resource and being available. And mm -hmm. I think that's important. You know, um, you get a call from the chair of the ZBA or you get a call from the chair of the Capital Budget Committee um, about an issue. And because of your experience, you're able to kind of help them walk through yeah, it. Right. So. so what's the current state of the town? You know, I mean, the town's in pretty good shape, Jonathan. Yeah. Um, look, it's not everything's not perfect and everything's not roses, you know, yeah. and, and you know, puppy dogs and rainbows. But I think <laughs> fiscally, we're in one of the best positions we've ever been in our history of our town. Uh, we have a great balance, balanced budget. Uh, 
our infrastructure is pretty good, although we can need to continue to be diligent there. I mean, mm -hmm. it's always a challenge, our seawalls right. and our roads. And, you know, we've had some issues recently with um, sewerage, uh, sewer line, and we're working on that. I think, you know, that's something that's, that's always on the docket. But as far as where we are, as far as a town, I mean, I think we're in a really, really good position. And, um, and we want to continue to do work towards that. So, so what's something the board's doing well and something that it might want to improve upon? So, so the, I think what we really do well as a board, because you're working with new board members regularly when you're on the board for three years, you typically maybe work with a couple new board members. I've actually worked with four different board members over the three years I've been there. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I think, I think even though we don't agree, building consensus and coming to coming decisions that most benefit the town. And I think one thing I can say consistent, consistently across the board about all the board members that I've served with is that all of us have looked to the to what's the best for the town and, mm -hmm. and try to move things forward in a positive way. As far as what we could really improve on, I think communication is always something that the select board can work on. I've worked really hard as chair to create opportunities for our townspeople and residents to, to have access to the board. Specifically last year I, when I became chair, I created chairman's hours mm -hmm. where members of our community could reach out to the select board office, make an appointment with me and meet one-on-one -on -one with yeah. me about an issue that's like really, really important to them. I've had a few takers over the mm -hmm. course of the year. Um, I'd like to have more yeah. of those. Uh, but it's one way that I'm able to give my time and focus one-on-one uh, -on -one with, with people of the town. Um, another thing is, again, encouraging people to watch our meetings. That's another great way to, um, to communicate. And also just reach out to us directly. I mean, we're pretty easy to get, uh, either through the select board office or through our own cell phones and emails. And um, I'm pretty responsive about things like that. But I, but I do know that in the past there's been a feeling of... Um, of, uh, of challenge with trying to reach yeah. us or have communication with us directly. And I, I, I think that's important that we continue to strive to make that better. What's the biggest issue the, town, you know, the town's facing? And if reelected, how would you address it? Well, I would say the biggest issue is sustaining um, our budgets, sustaining the good position we are in financially. As everyone knows, um, we're, you know, with everything happening in, in, out there with fuel prices going mm -hmm. up, infrastructure, I mean, um, supply chain challenges, uh, interest rates going up, inflation, and this the, purely the unknown of what's, go, what's going to be right. happening with the war in Ukraine and other mm -hmm. things going on in our, in our country. Um, you know, we have to be diligent and we have to look for ways to protect our financial position, protect our town, make it keep it safe. And um, all of those things are really at the top of mind. But first and foremost, I mean, our financial position is really, really key. So if reelected, what's that one thing you're going to work on? You know, the thing that Chris Rollins is going to be known, known for for the next three years? You know, it's, it's, uh, it, that's an interesting question. I mean, there's, there are a lot of things that, number of things that, that pop up, you know, in our day-to-day -day and they become important to me. But one thing that I really uh, have a passion for as a, as a small business owner is is I want to continue to support mm -hmm. our small business and local businesses in the community. Um, I was very supportive and imp implemented in the Shop Local initiative through the Chamber when we were in COVID. Also, working to find ways to help our local businesses and restaurants like outdoor dining and waiving liquor licenses and just kind of trying to help these guys stay afloat during COVID. Now that they're, 
you know, not so much in, in, the, in the heat of COVID anymore, we still have a lot of work to do uh, getting our citizens to continue to support our local businesses. We have so many great businesses out there and making Marshfield an environment where you can open a business and, and thrive. And um, working with the chamber, working with my fellow select board members and, mm -hmm. and other, uh, other town officials, I mean, I think it's a, that, that's probably my number one. You mentioned COVID and that's been a big focal point for the past few years of Meet the Candidates. So looking back on it, how do you think the town handled it and, you know, is there anything you guys would have done differently, maybe? You know, um, there's always something that you can find that maybe would have been an, a, something to try differently. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But I have to say, um, considering this was an unprecedented time in our nation's history, in our town's mm -hmm. history, I, I can't say enough for the work that our town administrator, Michael Moresco, our, our fire department, our police department, the volunteers at our shot clinic, just the town itself just came together in a big way. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, there was just a can-do attitude about, about putting a shot claim together. And it wasn't just about that. It's a, it was also you know, finding ways that we could keep our businesses open, finding ways so that our restaurants could do to-go orders and finding ways to make sure that anyone who wanted a shot could get one. And even more recently, you know, after the initial uh, wave of shots and vaccination, there was a shortage of tests and yeah. trying to figure out, do, it, do, I, do I have COVID-19 or, or mm -hmm. some form of COVID-19? How do I get a test and there was shortage? And working with Plymouth County commissioners and working with mm -hmm. Plymouth County, we were able to get hundreds and hundreds of tests that would be free to give away to our town residents. And we turned to that at the shot clinic and at town hall. So, you know, it's, far as what we could have done differently, I, I, I just don't know if there's a lot we could have done differently. I mean, we were first to the table to get the um, freezers so we could we yeah. could get the we get the vaccinate the you know the vaccine. I mean, I will be honest. I mean, at the beginning, we were a little nervous. I mean, it's a big it was a big nut to put up for something we weren't sure how it was going to go. And fortunately, I mean, again, Michael Moresco's foresight and our support as a select board, we were able to do that. And it's one of the main reasons we got jumped the gun mm -hmm. and we were able to get out there and do mm -hmm. it. So um, I'm just very proud of what we did. And uh, I think history is going to show that we did some really great things yeah. during that crazy time. So. so what's something you bring to the table in regards to the select board? You know, quite simply, Jonathan, it's experience. I mean, experience matters. I, I, I did my time on the Capital Budget Committee because I wanted to be a part of something that was integral, that was tied directly to operations mm -hmm. and management of the town in a fiscal way. Um, I, I learned a lot about not just our capital budget, but also our overall operating budget through, um, you know, getting to know at the time our town administrator, Rocco Longo, and then obviously Michael Moresco. And then the last three years, as we talked about, it's just being in the seat and getting up to speed and, and over time becoming the type of leader that Marshall deserves. And I think at the end of the day, I mean, I, I'm in a position now where I feel over the next three years, I can really, really do some additional great things and keep moving things forward. And it's all about moving Marshall forward. But I also think my experience in the private sector, I mean, I have over 30 years of management experience in the private sector, mm -hmm. both in human capital and in fiscal matters. And, you know, I, I bring those, that kind of pragmatic leadership and management skill set to the town every single day. So, so if reelected, you're one of three members. So how do you work with your fellow board members to make sure, you know, the town's the best it can be? You know, it's, it's not always easy. I mean, we're all independent thinkers. We all independently 
have our views on what, what's important to us and what we're trying to accomplish. But I will say uh, finding that common ground, that consensus, you know, building consensus with your fellow members. You mean, you're not always going to get everything you want in, in the time frame you want that you think is the most important, but somewhere in the middle, and you know, much like our national politics, I think most of the good things that happen for our country get done in the middle. They get done in the aisles. Yeah. It's the same kind of way with us. I think we all know uh, when we see something good for Marshfield, what that looks like. And I think, okay, how can we come to a consensus and move, build a plan together so we can make sure that we execute that plan? So you kind of answered this question a little bit earlier, but you know, if you're reelected, how would you work to make sure citizens are heard and people are aware of what's going on? Yeah, again, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's transparency and openness and being available. I mean, I will say that I am out and about on a regular basis all the time. People see me out. I go to, um, you know, I go to Brant Rock Village Association meetings. I go meet with a, a group of concerned citizens. I have my chairman's hours. I think it's important to be available, whether it's through technology, whether it's just being at events and being, you know, whether it's a, a, a political type event or even just a ribbon cutting. I think it's really important to be out there um, and talk, walk around and talk to people, make sure they know who you are and that you're approachable. I think sometimes people feel like selectmen and other yeah. political figures are not very approachable mm -hmm. and that they think they're bothering us or wasting our time. And, the end of the day, that's what this job is. Yeah. It's about, we're here for them. Mm -hmm. You know, we're here to help them. Yeah. And we together, the people mm -hmm. of Marshfield and myself as a selectman or select board member, that's what, what it's about. It's about us all working together for the common good. Right. So we like to end with some fun stuff. So we're on the home stretch here. I'm so having fun now. So I'm glad, that's good to know. <laughs> you know. So what's a Chris Rowland fun fact? Fun fact. Um, I would probably say the, the, my number one fun fact is in 2014, I uh, was a participating fighter in Haymakers for Hope. And for anybody that doesn't know what Haymakers yeah. for Hope is, it's a amateur boxing match, but it's sanctioned, that you train uh, for four months. It's um, non-professional boxers. It's just everyday people in Boston mm -hmm. or around the Boston area who are somehow convinced to train for four months. I mean, really train. Uh, diet, exercise, everything. And for four months, you train with a professional trainer. And then for one golden night at the House of Blues, they do the rock and roll rumble. And you step in a ring for uh, a three-round, three two-minute round fight with another person who truly wants to knock your block off. And, but it's all, you know, it's all leading up to it, the challenge and the training. It just so happened my trainer was George Foreman III, so <laughs> one of the Foreman men. And uh, it, was, it was just an amazing challenge and learning experience. And at the end of the day, it's all to raise money for Dana-Farber, yeah. and uh, my fight alone, we raised over $30,000 for Dana-Farber. I learned a lot, and I learned how, um, how, how far I can take myself if I really put my mind to it. So. Wow. So in the yeah. movie about you, who's playing you? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I've had this question before, and I think what I would say is, uh, this may sound crazy, but I would say Matt Damon. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why that is, right. because Matt... Uh, in the movies that I've seen, a lot of the movies I've seen him in, you know, besides the Bourne series or some yeah. of the other movies he does, a lot of the movies he's do, uh, done, like Invictus and um, some of the other movies are about somebody who's overcoming big adversity or challenges to, mm -hmm. to do something good or great or overcome adversity. And I think 
in my life that kind of resonates with me. I mean, I've had issues in my life where I've had to overcome big adversity and challenges to, to be good and do good things. And, you know, I think I want to continue to, to thrive and do that. So I look at, look at that as like, that would be, it'd be kind of cool if Matt Damon would played me in, the, in a movie, so. <laughs> so if people want to find out more about you, is there a place they can go? Sure, they can um, definitely go to my Facebook page, which is Chris Roland Selectman on Facebook. I've been updating it pretty regularly, especially during the election cycle. But I try to keep people informed through that site too, and also my regular Facebook page. And then I also have a campaign site called RolandForMarshfield.com. There are some things on there and the ways that people can contribute to my campaign or, or get involved. But honestly, if people um, just want to talk to me, reach out to the select board's office, talk to um, Kate or Bev over there and just make an appointment or, or ask them for me to call you and I will call you and or email you. And um, you know that's a great way to stay in touch with me. But Or just look for me around town, I'm around, so. So last but certainly not least, why are you the best candidate for this position? Again, again, Jonathan, um, I mean, it, it, it's all about experience and it's about, uh, about it mattering. I mean, I think, I think I would like to continue, you know, when you've done a good job, when you've been in the seat and you've learned a lot and you've prepared yourself um, and then been a select board member for three years, I think it, it, it would be great for me to be able to continue the good work that I'm doing and move Marshville forward. Um, I know we've done a lot of great things. I can see them around town, but every, there are always things that we can improve on and, and do better. So I just feel like I'm in a, a unique position based on my experience both in town government and in the private sector to continue to perform as a leader in this town. And you know, I'd, I'd really like to ask for everyone's vote on um, April 30th and I hope everyone gets out to vote. I mean, it's not always the highest turnout for voting. Mm -hmm. So if anything, um, you know, of course I'd like you to vote for me, but if anything, please come okay. vote because your voice does matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I wanna thank you for joining us today, Chris. I wanna wish, wish you the best of luck during this election season. Thanks so much, Jonathan. I really appreciate you having me. Okay. And that's all the time we have for Meet the Candidates. And until next time, make it a great day.